Welcome to Divine Love, a podcast where we explore the tarot as a supportive tool for our everyday lives. In this week's episode, we will be exploring our sense of authority and groundedness as we navigate the chaos of conflict and the power of community. everyone. Welcome to another Divine Love episode. I am excited to be back here with you. Also a little nervous. I always deal with a little bit of nervousness before recording a podcast. You know, I'm just getting used to the swing of things, but I love doing this. I love doing this every week so far and I've always found the messages to be very compelling for myself and useful. I hope you receive the same type of medicine. And I hope your week wasn't too much of a challenge for you. I hope that last week's message with our world card, that triumphant world card, kept you with your head held high, so to speak. I had a few... I want to say emotional challenges this week, but I am happy to say that I seem to have been my own cheerleader this week. On the inside, I wasn't self-sabotaging as much, and that's always helpful when you're actually on your own team. And even in my partnership, you know, with my partner, working together has been such a blessing when conflict arises so i'm excited to see what the energies will be like for this upcoming week what's going on around us and perhaps within us so we are going to start just get right into it dive into the deep end of the swimming pool For what we are being invited to pay attention to this week, we are going to pull two cards. Oh, interesting. We have the King of Cups reversed and the Ten of Pentacles reversed. Whenever there's reversals, I sense tension and perhaps resistance and this is not a bad thing you know sometimes people see reversals and they're intimidated and i guess that's rightly so because there's been a lot of you know there's this idea that reversals are the opposite of the upright version but i really don't sense that again to me reversals are just there's a resistance, you know, it's like a really strong wind that you're walking against or like salmon swimming upstream. There's something that is pushing you back, holding you back, and we are still being asked to go forward or some part of us is still moving forward. And sometimes that can be really tiring and exhausting. And sometimes it, it that resistance creates resilience and strength. So we might see immediately without really even getting into these two cards specifically, 
sense that uh, resistance and push back a little bit this week. So with the King of Cups reversed, I love the artist's choice for this King of Cups because for those of you who are familiar with Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers is featured here as our King of Cups. So immediately we get somebody that is a gentle soul, has a very welcoming, warm spirit, and values making space for emotions and for feeling. This is somebody that is emotionally intelligent, has a, an ability to stay centered when they are in an emotional space. They are able to hold the any emotional reaction they may be having as they experience another person's emotion. They are able to hold their own and the others. It's such a skill. It's really a tremendous skill to be in an emotional space. And with the King of Cups, there's, there is a sense of a boundary line. You recognize what is your emotional space and what is theirs, but it's not in a way that distances you or puts a wall between you. It's more as a safety. You know what isn't personal and is just the other person's feelings and what they're going through. And you can really see them as a person while also holding your own heart in account. So you're not pretending that you have no reaction to what they're saying, but you can hold it. Again, there's so much strength in the King of Cups. They have incredible amount of strength. And with the Ten of Pentacles reversed, I love to see this card as welcome home. You know, the Ten of Pentacles, especially with this deck, has always meant to me, welcome home. There's a space for you here. So it could be that this week we are struggling with our sense of home, where we come from, where do we fit in, and it's causing kind of emotional upset. You know, I can just imagine a kid who, let's say their parents are going through a divorce and they're really feeling that sense of instability and Perhaps they're fighting over custody or they have to spend one weekend at dad's, one weekend at mom's. There's that sense of where is my home? And if we're all going through this, it's actually with the King of Cups, it can create a spaciousness within us where we are empathetic to another person's experience. With the King of Cups, when we are in a position where we can see ourselves in another person without getting lost in them or completely drowned out by them emotionally, it's really powerful because not only can we empathize with them, we can then touch in to our own inner grace and ability to be generous and, and help another while they are going through some type of struggle emotionally. So yeah, I, I really get the sense that there is instability around our physical realm 
And, you know, with this COVID stuff, there's so much instability and we can, because we're going through it as a collective, tap into the empathy of the moment, be able to connect actually on a much deeper level. But it's going to be hard because when we ourselves are going through something emotional, it can be hard to maintain that center amidst all of the waves. That calm in the chaos is hard to tap into at times. This is why this week we may be able to tap into it at some times and then other times we need someone else to kind of be that king of cups and hold that space for us. So it's a little bit of a give and take this week. Yeah, you know, at my work... There has been a bit of a COVID outbreak specifically on the floor that I work on. I work in a hospital and it's really caused an instability for all the residents. They have to be isolated in their rooms. We have to feed all of them alone in their rooms where, you know, the the, the yellow gowns, the gloves, the visors, the masks. It's, uh, it's hard. But what I found is that it's bonding our team together because we are all going through this together and even though it sucks for everyone there is an ability to bond even deeper so with that said this week we're being invited to pay attention to those moments where when things are unstable and we really are feeling kind of lost and disoriented because our sense of home is being disturbed in some way however that shows up for you how can we bring that king of cups in and again that might mean that you are the one you are the mr rogers holding that emotional space or someone else is doing that for you or perhaps you're both working on doing that together it's quite the skill that we're being asked to kind of sharpen this week and it will be challenging we see with the reversals there is a bit of resistance there is a bit of pushback you know the wind is strong (laughs) we're we're moving against the wind so to speak because they're on the opposite side of the spectrum you know we have empathy being able to go deeper connect deeper with one another but then we also have a lot of anger and frustration i definitely felt that this week because you know of all the debate around this vaccination and me being on this floor where people have covid it's just very frustrating for me and it's sometimes so much easier to just let out our frustrations on people. And actually one of my residents did let their frustration out on me and I had to take a second and breathe and have the empathy to recognize that this resident had been locked up in their room, basically. Well, they're not really locked up, but you know what I mean? They have to stay in their room for now it's been over two weeks and they can't socialize they can't go down out to the garden or anything like that and I recognize that their irritation was not personal 
it was just a buildup of the frustration of staying inside for so long. But it did get me. I did. It's not like I didn't feel it. I, I felt it. And some part of me wanted to yell back at them. But of course, I, I didn't do that. I, I literally took a second, went into the hallway and breathed. And a little bit of tears came up. And I just was like, okay, if you like come back to center, you know, I didn't pretend that I wasn't upset by it. But I did recognize that it wouldn't help for me to retaliate back at this person whose own sense of home was being disturbed, right? So that's just a practice, one of the practical examples I can give you. <laughs> so what's underneath this? What is the voice beneath this that really needs to come forward and, and speak to us to let us know what's really going on? Oh, wow. Okay. We have the King of Pentacles and the Seven of Swords. Wow. King of Pentacles. Very interesting because the King of Pentacles kind of represents luxury to me, but it's not necessarily material luxury. It's kind of a luxury that's built from within it almost feels deeply spiritual. You've understood that this earth is your home and that you are a, you know, beloved offspring of this earth and that this earth is full of plenty for you. It's deeply spiritual with this king of pentacles. Notice that we have two kings. We have the king of cups reversed and we have the king of pentacles which is upright so we're really given this green light so to speak that's what i'm seeing to see if we can tap into that sense of spiritual luxury i don't know if that makes sense what i'm saying to you but what i mean is it's really grounded you recognize that <laughs> there's an opulence you see the opulence to life and you can live from that place you're not living from a place of lack you are living from a place of abundance and again this is not necessarily material i know with pentacles a lot of times people think it's about material and the king of pentacles owns everything but it's not about literally owning everything. It's about a kind of way that you maneuver through the world. You know, I want to say that the shadowy side of the King of Pentacles would be like hoarding everything. But the truth should be told, you only hoard things when you think there is a lack. So if you can tap into the truth that this earth is abundant and and perhaps you have more than you think you do inside of you to reach into and bring forward, then it changes the way that you behave and react towards others and how much you're willing to be of service to others. With the Seven of Swords in reverse, it's interesting uh, because this image, we have some type of bird here. I'm not quite sure what bird it is but they have a nest and in their nest we have seven eggs one of which has hatched and this bird is literally 
collecting that's got a pearl necklace in its mouth there's a ring inside of the, its nest there's some coins there's a key so there is that sense of hoarding we're being asked where in our lives are we believing that we do not have enough we do not have enough to give we do not have enough to create you know part of what i struggle with when i come here to record a podcast is that feeling that i don't have enough that i am not enough and part of my work this week has been just saying to that story well that's just not true that's just not true the truth is i am that king of pentacles and that's what i'm kind of talking about here the mind can be your your worst enemy truthfully or it can be your greatest ally and it's all about how we use it i think that's a beautiful part of the fact that the swords represent the mind because you can use a sword to hurt or you could use a sword to unbind and last week we had the eight of swords right and there was that ability to unbind yourself from something and it's beautiful that it follows the seven and there's a sense that in the eight of swords we unbind ourselves from that myth that we don't have what it takes or there's something in us that is missing and again with the sevens and i've talked about the seven so many times on this podcast that we have a choice we can choose to believe we do not have enough to give to our neighbor however that giving looks whether it's material emotional anything you know can you take a second to talk to your neighbor doesn't have to be about giving money or clothes or anything just to say hello and to create a sense of community right now because we don't have to go through this alone we're all going through something similar right now particularly with this pandemic and our homes and things being disturbed how can we create a sense of strength when you come together as a a unit it's so much stronger than when you're one single individual so the voice we're being invited to pay attention to is that voice that comes up and says i don't have enough i'm not good enough no 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 there's there's not enough from here for me to give i can't give in this way i can't be of service in this way and to kind of counteract that with what if i can start to water and practice the belief that i actually do have enough and that i am enough and that there's nothing missing in me in this moment i am not missing anything remembering that you are good, you are gold. Tara Brock talks about that, trusting the gold. And if you are gold, that means you have so much. You have so much to give. You have so much value. So that's, that's actually really beautiful. I love that for us this week. So now we're gonna look at the medicine and we've got a little bit of medicine already from that king of pentacles i really feel that 
but perhaps you know the next step for us this week oh, beautiful wow okay this is a really interesting combination that we have here so we pulled the emperor which is the fourth card in the major arcana and i love this because the emperor to me is all about the space that we take up the emperor is ruled by aries that is a fiery sign that has a lot of drive and just wants to go and get things done so how can we take up space this week in a way where we are not clashing with others with that five of wands which we have we have the emperor and the five of wands for our next step our medicine noticing where in my own life am I being called to take up more space and where am I being called to allow another to perhaps take the space that I've been occupying yeah, and, and this could actually be kind of mental too. Have you been kind of denying someone access in your thoughts or even your heart? Have you been denying someone access? And that could even be yourself. Maybe you've been denying yourself access to your own heart, to your own empathy. And we have a tendency when we do that to ourselves to then extend that to how we treat others. Then with that five of wands, perhaps when we see conflict, when we see passions colliding, that's what I really get with the five of wands. There's energies with all different motives coming together and kind of crashing and it's chaotic <laughs> and I've mentioned that common the chaos before with the king of cups how can we find that that sense of inner fire I think that's really beautiful because we have these two kings and we have this emperor which is like the king of the kings so the emperor is that mastered energy of coming into that sense of authority and harnessing that fire in to be of service when there is conflict if that makes sense so we might see this week some clashing some chaos and we are being asked to step up to our inner power and not in a way where we are crushing others putting others down but in a truly powerful way where we know our worth and if we know our worth then we know another person's worth truly i believe that if we can recognize and this is something that i practice that the person opposing you the person opposite you is divine just like you are there's a lot more respect that goes in to conflict, especially when someone's navigating something that maybe you don't understand the tools they're using or why they're doing something the way they're doing. If you can respect that the, that person is their own authority in their life 
and you are not their authority. You know, that's something I practice. I have a tendency when I am starting to freak out and lose control of my own life to try to control everything. <laughs> Maybe not everything, but that's just a blanket to statement to say that controlling is one of my coping mechanisms when I feel out of control. And with that 10 of pentacles reversed, we're going to feel a little bit unstable and imbalanced. And when things become like that, we reach for things to keep us balanced. And sometimes the things we reach for actually hurt us or other people and they harm our relationships. So when we start to feel conflict, instead of trying to control it, by controlling another person emotionally or even physically coming into our own sense of I can harness these waves I can harness this fire I can harness my breath and come into my body and feel that weightedness in my center in my core that that's why I breathed when that resident yelled at me it's like okay come back into your body find the ground the reality of this situation and bring that power here because that's powerful when you can be the person that comes in and snaps people out of a trigger or helps them come down from a trigger it's powerful that's like a super healer right there you're coming in with authority and people can feel that and it's again it's not like boom bang I'm gonna like take control of you it's more of I've got both my feet planted I'm grounded here I am the grounding force you know my partner said the other day and I loved it that when we have kids ever that he wants to be that grounding force. He wants to be the, the the planet with the strongest gravitational pull. He wants our kids to feel like they can rely on him, that he's not flighty, that he is grounded, you know, like a mountain that's just stable and stands there and is magnificent, right? So how can we remember that in ourselves? Again, it's very spiritual, it is actually a spiritual practice to imagine ourselves as a mountain that stands and takes up space. That is really the emperor. They take up their space, but rightfully, rightfully, not in a way that suppresses another. You know, it's not like a mountain that's trying to block out another mountain. The mountains can bow, so to speak, spiritually to another mountain you know that I see the divine in you I see the divine in you and I am divine and oftentimes we give that authority away to somebody else and especially if you grew up like I did in a religious household it's a practice you're so used to saying someone else has the authority I don't have any control here and that creates for a lot of mayhem and a lot of lack of accountability and responsibility Come back. Remember, you've got it. You are the one that says yes, no. <laughs> so that's pretty powerful. That's pretty powerful. I'm going to go through this again at the end. But for now, we're going to start. We're going to look at our Moonology Oracle card for the week. What our mother moon has to say. And yes, the moon is divine. <laughs> The moon is divine and the moon is powerful. 
And that is why we look to the moon to receive wisdom. Oh, wow. Listen to this. We have the new moon in Virgo, a time to give rather than take. Isn't that fitting? Isn't that fitting? I've been talking about that, that sense of abundance, that sense of can I give? Where can I be of service? This is just another call to say yes, yes. Tap into your abundance. Tap into the luxury that lives within you. You have your own inner landscape. It's your own inner garden. Are you tending to it? And if you are, then you probably have beautiful, luxurious trees with lots of fruits growing off of them and tomatoes on the vine and you have flowers growing with the bees, you know, <laughs> pollinating. And there is beauty, that beauty on the inside. Again, I know the King of Pentacles can seem very out, but it's everything starts in. It starts here on the inside and then becomes manifested on the outside. So if you feel like you have that seven of swords this week, okay, that comes up and it's like, I don't have enough, really ask yourself, do I not have enough here? And if I really need to take a second and I need to take this day for myself to give to myself and tend that garden so I do have enough to give tomorrow, then do that. Do that. Sometimes we're the king of cups for ourselves, right? We're like, we have to be our own therapist. <laughs> I do that very often. I'm just talking myself through shit. And it makes me very strong and it makes me capable of doing that for others. So if you need a day to come in and be like, listen, listen, I've been given, I've been giving, I've been giving. I need to come back to me, to my self-care. Do that. I'm just asking you, if you feel like in a moment, oh, I don't know if I have enough here. Ask yourself where you do have. What do you have? What can you give? Whether it's to yourself, maybe you need to give yourself space from that resident that just yelled at you. <laughs> whatever that looks like, whatever it looks like for you. That's beautiful. Okay. And for the last thing that we have, we have our archetype. I love these archetypes, don't you? <laughs> taking a breath. <laughs> Sometimes it's a lot to channel these things. Wow. Okay. We have the ring. This is very interesting to me because it immediately makes me think of the ring in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and remember how powerful that was? That ring, everyone wanted it. And this ring really represented that power. The ring in and of itself was not evil. It was the person that carried the ring. And that's why we had Frodo, you know, he was able to carry it because he didn't have any motive for wanting that type of power. You know, it wasn't, he wasn't lustful for being the controller of, of the universe, you know, or the universe they lived in. So with this, the ring is a symbol for us this week. If you are familiar with the Lord of the Rings, think about this. What do we do with the power that we have? What are we doing with it? Are we 
controlling others? Or are we being in service to others? I, I, I feel very strongly that this ring card is a symbol for us this week. It's, I have this thing that is a value and what am I doing with it? How am I using it? Am I abusing myself or others with it? Am I abusing this power? Or am I utilizing it in a way that actually makes myself and my community stronger? On a somewhat different note, I've read about this archetype before with this deck, that it is a symbol of connection because the ring is circular and that circle represents our connectedness. And as I was saying before, when we come together as a group, as a unit, we are much stronger than when we are one single individual working on something. So remember your community and perhaps even make your community larger than you think it is. We have this tendency to kind of limit who our community is based on, you know, family or friends or people maybe we work with, but extend that beyond and see how that widens your capacity to be empathetic and kind and gracious. We are connected. That is the truth. Remember that you have a ring that you wear what does it connect you to? Who does it connect you to? Perhaps you're in a partnership like I am and I have a ring that reminds me of my devotion, connection and commitment to this person out of choice and out of love. <laughs> deepen your bonds this week with whomever, with whatever deepen your bonds this week. And that's what we were called to immediately with that King of Cups as we are perhaps feeling kind of floaty spiritually. Perhaps we're feeling a sense of where is my home? I'm not feeling like my home is here. I'm not sure what's happening with my future. I'm not sure what's happening tomorrow. I'm not sure what's happening in the next hour. How can we come into our community and share these struggles and remind ourselves that we've got one another? And when we've got one another, the future, tomorrow, the next minute seems so much less intimidating because we aren't alone. And if you have community, remember the luxuries of community. Honestly, there is laughter, there's sharing. Remember that and don't try to move through this time on your own. Again, with that seven of swords reversed, collapsing in on your, on your body, collapsing into yourself, into your mind. Remember that you are loved. <laughs> Remember there are people that love you and want to help you and want to be there for you. And sometimes all you need to do is ask. Really, with that emperor, remember, you have that authority. You have the right to ask. People have the right to say no. They have their own boundaries. But you have the right to ask. And that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> so remember, as we go forward into this week, 
and we're carrying that ring of power, that ring that connects us, that reminds us of our eternal selves, truly, that the end always comes back into the beginning. When it feels like the end of the world, remember that beginning. Remember that out of chaos comes creation. Out of chaos can come something really powerful. We can find that seed of calm and plant it and water it and allow that to make us stronger when things are chaotic. Oh my goodness, was that ever... Oof, that was quite the message for us this week. Uh, It felt like a lot. I don't know if it felt like a lot to you, but it felt like a lot to me. And I really sense that I, I am being called the drum for us as if we are part of a drum circle. So I have my drum here and I'm gonna do some drumming for us and perhaps some chanting. enjoyed that and you know feel free to dance it out as I drum for you (laughs) if you listen to this again just dance during that because that's what I'm trying to remind us that when we come together as a unit and we channel that fire to be of service to our community powerful things happen powerful things happen channel your fire this week channel your water your healing waters channel your earth channel your mind in a way that serves you and those around you and watch as that type of power helps your community to grow stronger happier and wiser in their relationship to one another and with that i bow to you my divine souls